0: My name is Craig Collins filling in, thrilled to be here. Lots and lots of stuff to talk about. Let's do a little Elon Musk. Uh, Let's just talk a few minutes about uh, him buying Twitter, everybody going nuts about it. Uh, It is hilarious, in my opinion, and I think the opinion of a lot of people, that right now, nothing on Twitter has really, truly changed. Well, I guess I should take that back. Uh, Some people are noticing that conservatives seem to have more followers all of a sudden, I think Donald Trump Jr. uh, might have had the biggest jump in uh, total followers in a 24-hour period or so. Uh, Some other things might be happening to the algorithms already uh, so that Twitter can kind of protect themselves from all the public things that Elon Musk would like to put out there, uh, the way in which the algorithm will eventually be open source uh, once he takes over the company. Uh, There's all these internal, I guess, turmoil things uh, being broadcast and made public, uh, especially employees that are upset or crying about Elon taking over. But again, and I just want to stress this, nothing's happened. Um, I don't know how to say that differently. I I know he owns the company. I know he says he believes in free speech, which is a good thing. Uh, A lot of us should believe in free speech and have value in that core concept of what it means to be an American. And a lot of us would like to see it on social media because it does not exist there. Uh, But two really odd arguments have popped up as well. There's the argument about whether or not Elon Musk and his definition of free speech are appropriate for social media. I want to repeat that. There's an argument about whether or not Elon Musk believing in free speech and wanting it on social media is actually good or a bad idea. Uh, People think that it'll just get uh, incredibly abusive or something else will happen, and for that reason, we censor everything. Apparently, our society is afraid of free speech, or at least some of our society is. Uh, That's terrifying in a different way, uh, because when you get that censorship, you eventually get state media, and you eventually get what you saw just the other day, uh, people in Russia getting interviewed, uh, people, I think, in Moscow getting interviewed about the war in Ukraine and saying how they're supporters of it, and they hope that Ukraine gets wiped off the map. That is what Russians are saying, Uh, and us here in the United States are dumbfounded by the idea that anyone could support that uh, fight. But also there's this. uh, There's a question as to whether or not Elon Musk already broke his agreement with Twitter. This is real. Uh, People are asking if his disparaging comment, uh, which is what they're calling it, about one of the moves uh, that Twitter made early on actually is uh, targeting or in some way, shape, or form embarrassing uh, one of the uh, executives at Twitter. And that was in the agreement. When they signed their... $44 billion uh, merger. Uh, The terms indicated that Elon could tweet about the merger, but he couldn't disparage the executives uh, directly. Uh, The tweet that everybody's curious as to whether or not this broke the rules is hilariously not what people are saying it is. Uh, Elon Musk put up on Twitter, suspending the Twitter account of a major news organization for publishing a truthful story was obviously incredibly inappropriate. And people are like, ah, see, he's going after the lawyer. Uh, the woman who was crying with her team when she found out that Elon was buying the company uh, that she is a top legal expert at and someone who was uniquely involved in that um, uh, suspending of the New York Post account for publishing the Hunter Biden story that now is accepted by everybody. But what Elon said is, I think, just simply a fact. I don't think it's going after a specific, specific executive intentionally. I guess since we know some stuff, maybe it is kind of doing that. Uh, but suspending an account of a major news organization, and I'm just reiterating what Elon wrote, uh, because they put a truthful story out there in the world is obviously bad. That's that's a thing that's obviously bad. Uh, and again, not something that I think is so shocking that it actually breaks any kind of agreement. But it will be interesting to see if that is attempted somehow or if these continued kind of moves uh, by Twitter, um, because every part of this at least in my opinion, has seemed like a company that begrudgingly made a bunch of money, uh, which is the weirdest thing ever, right?, uh, this company made a tremendous amount of money for their investors. Uh, they did a great job in the world of business by just accepting an offer from the world's richest man to buy their company at a price much higher than what its current value is on the stock market. And yet all anybody wants to talk about, at least on one side of the aisle on this conversation, is how terrible and awful this is. But from a business standpoint, genius move. And then from just a basic human standpoint, the idea of instilling um, free speech on a social media platform. And I, I do want to say this. I want to take that one step further. Anyone who's worried about the dark side of the internet, uh, bullying, all the things that can happen when you're behind a keyboard, just punching keys, that, that's real. There's a bunch of laws in place on the state level, not on a federal level that allow you to go after people who, har- who harass you, attack you, all that kind of stuff. If you believe it's it's real, if you believe someone wants to harm you or is threatening to harm you multiple times, you can sue them. You can take them to court. You can get them in trouble. Uh, you can prevent them from interacting with you. You can also, of course, hit the block button. Uh, there is a way that our society protects itself from the dangers that exist everywhere in our society. That's something that we do have to do. That's something that police officers do for our communities. It's something that we need to do ourselves, protecting ourselves from it uh, by allowing social media to be so overly censored that it also winds up just banning a bunch of conservatives is obviously the wrong approach. But I love that it's that immediate fear mongering conversation that tries to get these social media pages back to the world they have, uh, which is very one sided and very far from just protecting someone's safety. It, it simply makes no sense to me that that's the argument in place, and that's the way in which you're trying to say, no, 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 the Twitter takeover is bad, because two things, I'm just going to repeat them, and then we'll take a break. Nothing's happened. Nothing's actually changed yet for anyone that's already gotten off the social media platform, and you should all believe this, no matter what you're, and I'm probably I'm, I'm imagining a vast majority of the people listening right now do, free speech is good. Case in point, Russia, case in point, China, the bad, bad things that occur there and the way that the citizens uh, don't even seem to be aware of the truth in them. Free speech is good. I never thought I'd have to make that argument. And yet here we are.